0: content that resonates with your audience and brings more loyal customers who can't wait to buy your products. If you want to see how easy this is and how easy it is to create content for your audience and your customers, head to www.ayearofcontent.com. Welcome
1: to the Product Boss podcast where we help product-based businesses grow their sales
0: and improve their strategies. Hey everyone, Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my really, really cool co-host, Mina mm. kunlo I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. And why are we so cool? Because we're
1: recording this together. I know. Here we are again, back at you, not on a different trip, if you've listened to the previous episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are batch recording together, which we try and do, and we teach you all about batching. And so you're getting a few podcast episodes knocked out. Yep. Yep. While we're inspired and
1: together and ready to deliver you some in person goodness.
0: Yeah, amazing. So, you know, we've been talking a lot about the needs of our community, of our students, and where they're at. And while we have our small mini courses mm-hmm. and we have multi stream machine, which helps product based business owners from startups all the way through, you know, we have multi million dollar businesses in there. And then we have our masterminds, which we've just signed up a whole bunch of new masterminders. um, And that is for businesses, $250,000 to multiple millions. But we know that there's a lot of you out there that are in the growth stage and you're looking for more support. So as we're sort of brainstorming Mm -hmm. all the support we're going to bring you this year, we really started digging into what we're calling the fast track formula and understanding the four phases of a growing product-based business.
1: Yeah, so I think that this is really for people that are maybe not on the struggle bus, you know, you, you know, raise your hand if this is you where you feel like you're growing so fast your wheels might be falling off or that you are really you know, maybe Feeling like you might be the bottleneck of your business. Right?
0: Yeah. But also, I think if you've started making money as a business owner, so yeah, you've, right. you mm-hmm. you started selling. Yeah. Maybe you sell a couple thousand dollars a month. Maybe you— Your product is validated for sure. Yeah. Like, you know that people are buying what you sell, right? Maybe you're a $24,000 business. Maybe you're a $50,000 a year business. Maybe you're 80000 You all want to get to $100,000. Um, That's a a level of business that, you know, you've got a product that you're starting to sell. And a lot of you might already be students in multi-stream machine. Um, And then there's also those of you that have hit that six figures, right? That Mm -hmm. that coveted $100,000 and you are still growing. And that, I think, is where you're probably the bottleneck.
1: Yeah. You start to become the bottleneck, you know? So I think that for both of those, because you're growing and you're, like you said, starting to sell and then you start to sell sell and sell and sell and sell. And then and that's, that's the growing part, you know, yeah. and what, what do you need at that time when you, you know, your, your product is selling and your customers are coming for it. And whether it's, you know, $10,000, you know, a year or 20 or, you know, whatever it is, you know, that, Ooh, I've got something here.
0: Right. You know, and you know, we've seen this and I think a lot of our multi-stream machine students are ideal in this realm where um, like race ready obstacles. And mm-hmm. they shared that, you know, before our multi-stream machine, they were making $44,000 in a year. And then by implementing just a few things in MSM, they got to $88,000. Yeah, So they doubled. Now, what do you do when you start to double your revenue, right? What do you do when you're like, okay, I've started figuring out my business and it's growing. And a lot of people are like, I want to hit a hundred thousand. And then a lot of people hit a hundred thousand. And what took what got you to a hundred thousand. And then what's going to get you from a hundred thousand to multiple six figures, like Mm 200,000. It's different, right? You're, you're constantly leveling up as a business owner. You're constantly looking for what's next. And let me tell you all, it's more than just selling more, Mm -hmm. right? It's more than just making more products and selling more, making more products and selling more because there's so many other things that are happening in a business that have to change and grow. Mm-hmm. And there's different phases. And, you know, we really broke it down this week and figuring out.
1: Yeah. It's different, but the same, right? Right, Because I think that you, we're going to share with you the four phases, but you are, your approach is a little bit different, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that you're starting to sell, but like you said, what got you to the selling point was like, like given the example of Dana at race ready obstacles, right? She was starting to sell, And then she went through multi-stream machine and she was starting to really cue into what the customers wanted from her. Right. So again, we started digging more into that and we realized there's actually four phases that you can run like a filter to run your business through and to be like, okay, here's what I need to do. And there are, that's if you, whether or not you're at whatever revenue level, but it's Um, when it's after that doubling, doubling, doubling that you're like, I'm on to something here now, what?
0: Right. Like Rachel Dunn Jewelry, for example, she's famous around here. And she, you know, before MSM was making a few thousand dollars, Mm -hmm. she joined Multi-Stream Machine and she hit like her first fifty or sixty thousand dollars in a year. And now this year she's on track to hit eighty thousand, even a hundred thousand, right? So if you've only hit a few thousand dollars, like we really suggest multi-stream machine is right for you. But if you've if you, whether or not you're a student or not, but you have been seeing this growth in uh-huh. your business, right? Like month over month, you're seeing yourself grow. Like I remember, you know, baby Anika, yeah, um, of Hey Mavens, where she started with us and she was making a couple thousand dollars a month. She went into MSM and she started making 10, dollars a month. And it's like you grow all of a sudden and what do you do? Or maybe mm. you're not a student of ours yet, but you are in this growth phase and you want to get to hundred thousand dollars or you want to get to 200 or $250,000. What do you do? So we really realized that there's this fast track formula. We broke down all of these different students that we've worked with. Cause remember we've had over 50,000 students come mm-hmm. through our courses and we said, what do they need at these levels? Right. More than just sales, more than just more of the mm-hmm. more. Um, and so we're going to break it down for you now.
1: Yeah. So I think phase one that I think that when you come in you're like, oh, I'm growing, I've got something here is you have to really refine what you've got, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, no matter what stage you're at, what revenue level, whether it's 24,000, 50,000, like we said, you're like, I've got something here. Now I have to dig through the weeds to to decipher
0: what it is. Yeah. You know? So this is where you refine your brand or you Mm -hmm. refine your business, right? It's that refining part. And we talk about this a lot with what, what do you do? What does refining mean? So first off, off, one of the things that you would work on is you would determine what you're known for, right? Yeah. What's your business known for?
1: Right, this is the getting the clarity piece and dialing into it because it's like, okay, now that I've been selling, let me catch my breath to be the boss that I am and really think about I'm working on my business. Okay, well, working on my business, I know I have something here. What am I known for? Why are people buying? Right,
0: You know. right. What can I do more of? Uh And what can I do less of? Um, You know, we talk about that when we talk about Yearly Co. When we coached her, uh, Uh of her bangles and she was making, she was growing. She was a six-figure business and she was growing and she was making earrings and necklaces and the bangles and all the things. Mm -hmm. And when we coached her, it was like, well, what's your best sellers? What's selling? Uh What's not selling? What's a pain in the booty to make? Right. And she dropped stuff and she kept other things and she went deeper into them and she realized she was known for, you know, her bangles. And that's what catapulted her forward. Yes, definitely.
1: You know, I think that, you know, you hear us talk about bestseller because it bestseller helps us alleviate a little bit of this problem that you're thinking about in your head. Like, what are you known for? How are you going to stand out in a crowded market? You know, so it is that you're really tuning into that market fit that, you know, okay, why are people buying from me? And then, The piece that's missing from that that we don't actually teach you in bestsellers and all that and multi-stream machine and multi-stream machine is really queuing into your customer like that magnetizing the right customer
0: yeah and
1: um, who that ideal customer really is you know it's like we we tell you you know it there's this ideal customer but who are the people that you're going to repel to?
0: Yeah. So I think a lot of you started your businesses and you had a rough idea of what you wanted to sell and who you were selling it to and you priced it how you priced it and you've been selling and you've been selling well. But now this whole um, refining of your brand, okay, is what we're talking about. We want you to determine what you're known for and go lean harder into that, that you want to figure out how you're going to stand out in a crowded market. I know we always talk about candle makers, but again, why your candle and not mm-hmm. someone else's candle? Why right. your necklace and not someone else's? Why your quilt and not someone else's? Yeah. Why your stationary? Because there is a customer out there
1: for everybody. Right. And then who is your customer? So that's kind of this first part of like, let's refine and repeat the things that are working and really um, get you to that part.
0: Yeah. Because I think when you also, when you gain clarity around your ideal customer, you gain clarity of your marketing and your messaging and and how you're selling and your price point and all the things that a lot of you feel stuck on. It just gets so much clearer. And you repeat this over and over. Yeah. You repeat this on your way to 100K. You repeat this on your way to 200K. You repeat it on your way to a million dollars, right? Because things change and shift as a small business.
1: Yeah, they do. But I mean, like when you're refining though, they did get to a certain point. So their pricing must be pretty good. Their customer must be pretty good. Yeah. They're, you know, um, what they're known for, they're on to something. It's just getting to the core of that.
0: And I think the business owner gets more clarity. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And confidence, confidence yeah. around what they're doing. So then the next phase that we really believe, you know, that's going to accelerate your business forward is to scale your sales.
1: Yeah. So now you figured, okay, I refined, I, you know, I'm like a d- laser sharp you know business owner now i've refined my brand and what i'm doing and what i stand for then now we want you to scale your sales because now we you're on to something how can you make it go even faster
0: right and further yeah without burnout with yeah. with more confidence without that overwhelm right because that idea of throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks, well, you're at some point here on this journey, you're knowing what sticks. Yeah. And you're like, okay, what's working? What's not working? So in this phase, we really want to first help you identify your best opportunities.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think this part is like, OK, what is what is working and not working? But also, like, do you want to go wholesale? I know that like people don't like me to use too crazy of like, oh, you're going to make my You're going to pull out your MBA. Yeah. So <laughs> but, you know, it is a little bit of business model. Like, are you going to direct a customer? Are you are your skill? Like, where are you the best at?
0: right now though. Right. You know, and we've done this with our, we, we did this in our master with our master writers, And we know that this is applicable to people under a hundred thousand dollars, a hundred to 250,000. When we identify your opportunities, it's like, what's working right now in your business. So here's an example. How are you making money? Yeah. So someone might be like, you know, 90% of my sales come from Etsy and 10% of my sales come direct to consumer, mm-hmm. um, like through my website. Great. Do you love having 90% come off of Etsy? Well, no, I'd I'd like to, you know, I'd really like to get more sales direct-to-consumer and not be completely reliant on Etsy. Great. Well, let's look at those opportunities. Let's look at how we can really get the direct-to-consumer sales more. Should we Mm -hmm. try and move it to 20%, 25%? Can Mm -hmm. we execute that in the next, like, five months? Is it going to take a year? Like, how long will it take to start to shift that percentage where we never turn off your main faucet of revenue, but we start to look at your opportunities and where you can grow. So I think that's a big boss move that you'll make. Um, the next thing I think under scale your sales is what everybody does want is increasing their revenue.
1: Yeah. I think there's little tweaks that you could do, but now that you know where you want to focus and where your best opportunities are, you want to know, okay, how am I going to scale? You know, I'm kind of like optimizing my way through it, you know, mm-hmm. so you know, I think that this is where it's like, okay, I already did really well here.
0: Now that I refined it, imagine what I could do, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And when we say increase your revenue, you know, it's, can you be more profitable, right? Can you end up with more money in your pocket at the end of the day? Um, Mm -hmm. Can you, let's say you want to do direct-to-consumer, well, let's increase your revenue on direct-to-consumer. But at this point, it's there's more finessing, right? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of our multi-stream machine students have done so well- like adding other revenue streams, right. They're adding them on. And when they start to do that and they start to see their businesses take off, then it's like, okay, now what, what do I do? How do I keep Mm -hmm. kind of scaling this without Mm -hmm. burning myself out? Yeah. Right. Without feeling overwhelmed. So we want to increase your revenue, but we also want to lower your overwhelm. Yeah. Um, And then I think the last part in this phase is creating a selling cycle.
1: Yeah. So selling cycle is something that if you take the bit that I said about refining your brand, this is the repeatable part. Yeah. So like when you think about selling cycle, it's like, okay, this is a cycle of when and where and how I'm going to make that money. And then I'm going to put that on repeat because it's a cycle of seasonality usually with brands. This is my bestseller in this month. This is my best seller in this month. This is what, what I'm going to be talking about in this month. This is maybe my ideal customer in this month. So it's it's really dialing into like what your selling cycle is. So you're like, oh, I can forecast, mm-hmm. you know, like this is um, I'm gonna forecast how much you know, candle jars I'm going to be making mm-hmm. for this particular season because I know this, 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 and this. And then you you have an idea of what cycle you are on um, that helps you be a really, you know, have the capacity to scale.
0: Yeah, yes, because we can all want more sales. Yeah. But you can't handle more sales if your business is going to break. Yeah. Right? Or if you don't have some sort of selling cycle where you understand this is when when I'm selling this product. This is when yeah, buyers are wanting to buy. You're being proactive it. about it, yeah, right? You you're know? having a plan and a strategy versus just kind of making and selling, making and selling and being reactive. That's uh-huh. when burnout happens. That's when overwhelm happens. Yeah, it's the catch up, trying to play catch up. Yeah, and, and guessing, right? Yeah. Just guessing. To buy your products. If you want to see how easy this is and how easy it is to create content for your audience and your customers, head to ww.ayearofcontent.com. So I think in this part too, it's really getting clear on selling cycles and getting clear on that. So then the next phase is stabilizing your business. Yeah.
1: This is, you know, the counterpart to what we we're just talking about. You just have scaling. to scale, but you also have to stabilize. Right. So stabilizing your business means that, okay, now that you're refined what you're going to do, you've tested it by scaling it and like, woohoo. Now it's, you know, we've made it into a rocket ship, but now we got to go back and circle back to, oh my gosh, I need to make sure I stabilize my business because Mm -hmm. as I'm growing, it's just like how, when you're like on a really fast racetrack and your crew puts on new tires Mm -hmm. because you don't want to be operating with your wheels coming
0: off. Right. You know. And I think and we've seen so many businesses fail. I mean, we'll talk the about pit Shark Crew. That's the what pit it Crew. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Again, whenever we do car references. <laughs> but we talk about Shark Tank, for example. And there's a lot of businesses that you'll see mm-hmm. get funded on Shark Tank. Because the influx of visibility. Visibility, right? So they've scaled their sales. Yeah. They're getting a ton of sales. They've got a ton of visibility. All the things that I know a lot of you at home are wishing that you had. But what happens? They haven't stabilized their business, so the business breaks internally. You'd be
1: shocked at the amount of Shark Tank businesses that fail. Yeah,
0: because it wasn't because
1: they didn't get the amount of sales or the eyes or the visibility. It was because when they were doing that, they did not have the back end in order. Yeah, they
0: didn't have the infrastructure. They didn't know how to have that stabilization. And we work on this a lot with our students to stabilize didn't have the right systems. Yeah, we go stabilize and then scale. Stabilize and scale. So every time you have massive growth. You have to come back to your systems to stabilize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in this phase, you know, one of the big things is that we want to help you improve your systems. So while we do teach about systems in multi-stream machine, systems start to expand even greater when you're trying to think about your infrastructure.
1: Yeah. There's systems for everything, right? Like even when you think about, I know that when we think about systems, you're thinking about the back end, but really it's foundational stuff, mm-hmm. right? You have systems, even with your team, you have systems with, Um, your sales and your marketing and all of it becomes like, you know, do you have a system for influencers or do you have a system for, you know, whatever ends up being like, even if it's to increase money and make money, it feels more like you have a clearer, clearer um, process to it. Yeah.
0: You get more control over your business, right? When you improve your systems, it feels like you have more control. The business isn't running like, you know, without you or kind of like feeling like it's sailing, like Uh you start to figure out, you know, do I have standard, um, answers to questions I get asked all the time. If I'm hiring a team member, is there something that they're following? Um, Mm. if I want to hire somebody, what do I do? You know, you're really starting to, um, how am I paying for something? You know, uh, what else are systems that people have gone through? I think, you know,
1: what policies you need to have mm -hmm. in place, like how often are you shipping things like that, that, as you start operating at a kind of like, because you've scaled your sales right, now. at this higher level. Yeah, you have to figure out, oh, okay, now my capacity is different. My business is different. My team's needing to do more. My, my role is even expanded. What does that all look like? Well, you know, if certain things are repeatable or can be put into process, then it's like, okay, I can continue with the scaling because I'm stabilizing. Yeah. But otherwise, if you don't have anything, everybody's kind of like, Winging it, being yeah. reactive—that's the really hard
0: part. And I think that goes into the other part in this phase, which is managing your schedule. Yeah. So we see at this level of business, you're starting to double your revenue, right? You're starting to grow. You're getting to that hundred k mark. You're going to $200, 250000 dollars, and now it's like, oof, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. I'm busy, and I'm busier than I had to be. Because listen, we we have never said you're going to sit back passively and make money. Like, yeah. we are not like oh, you know, this isn't a passive business income. This is, you guys are working, you're building product, you're manufacturing, you're making, you're selling, you're doing all the things. But when you start to get to this level, what's cool is that you have a schedule and you've also are starting to earn back your time. But how do you get your time back? And how do you have a schedule that deals with massive overwhelm, right? Like we have someone right now that we're Mm. working with that, He has a ton of production and he feels like he's drowning in production and he's drowning in fulfillment and he doesn't have time to work on his marketing or, you know, um, selling more. And so the the idea here is what's happening in your schedule?
1: Yeah, I think that before we realize it, we end up having
0: four jobs, right? (laughs) Maybe 75. Yeah,
1: 75 jobs. But the thing is, you know, your main job, what you're supposed to be doing is you're supposed to be the boss of your business. Right. So in this you know, as you're doubling, 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 just imagine how further along you are. You actually have to be working on your business, right? The strategy versus in it. But a lot of us, we're so caught up in it, you know, a lot like the mastermind that you were talking about, that um, he's accidentally given himself a ton of jobs because he's also working in his business, on his business, around his business, all these different things. If he's the production, then who's the boss of the business? Right. You know? And I think that's where he feels stuck.
0: Yeah. And so in this phase two, we want to help you get control of your operations. Yeah. So how do you start to feel more in control? So instead of being run over by your business and crushed and feel like you're drowning and feeling like you're this bottleneck. Which we do sometimes feel like, but there's an end to it. Right. That's what we want. There might be a busy season that you have to go through, but we don't want it to be all seasons. Yeah. Right? We don't want you to feel discouraged and feel like quitting. Yeah. So do you have operations, right? Do you have standard operating procedures? Do you have, um, like Mina you know, was saying earlier, do you have ways that people can quickly answer questions? Like if you get the same sort of return question, do you have um, policies, canned yeah. can responses, you know? Diff- um, production schedules. Like, do yeah. you all know, like when you're going into production, how long it takes to order certain raw goods or order manufacturing, when you're going to get it, when you're going to ship it, right? So that's an idea too in operations that you really start to create this infrastructure mm-hmm. that starts to make you feel like, and you truly are becoming a business that's operating yeah, like a business. So
1: while we were talking about in that phase that I said, you know, you're scaling your sales and you have your selling cycle. So you know what you're doing when you're scaling you're 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 taking off. This is the, what are you doing when, when it comes to operations, right? You're stabilizing.
0: Right. So, you know, another one of our students, um, she, she had to turn down like 40 different retailers because she couldn't figure out when her production schedule was going Mm -hmm. or when people were going to be making the stuff to send. Right. So we never want you all to have to turn something down when you have the possibility. But if you have stabilization in your business, if you have better systems and you have a schedule and you have control of your operations, then you'll be able to take those opportunities that come your way and you can continue to scale. But this is exactly what we said. You can't scale without stabilizing. Yeah, And when you scale again, you need to stabilize again. So this is definitely a cycle. So the last phase in this acceleration of where your business is now at your first 100K or to 200K is that we want you to elevate your marketing, mm-hmm. right? This is when we're all working. We all always want to like, you know, get better on social media mm-hmm. or have sort of, some sort of visibility presence. But this is when we're actually going to elevate your marketing.
1: Yeah. I think that all of us start in a certain spot where we're like, okay, this is what my marketing and my branding and my presence and my voice, it starts here, mm-hmm. right? Done is better than perfect you also have to realize that when you get to a certain level, you have to up-level yourself for your customer's sake. Yeah. You know,
0: and have an understanding about marketing, right? Like why you and not your competitor, right? Mm -hmm. What's your, um, special sauce? What's the, um, what's the word we were using, um, in marketing when you're comparing to other people or, um, Blinking on the word comparison. No, but like, (laughs) like um, the, like why, like why your brand. Right. Uh And so when you're posting or you're sending an email or you're doing whatever you want to do to stand out in a crowded market, how are you going to up-level your content and stand out from the rest? Yeah.
1: And I think that gets you to a certain point because even like, when you think about it, you're refining it, but you still have to like, it's positioning, positioning is the word. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Brand positioning. You okay.
0: Got
1: it. <laughs> ding ding. Okay. Yeah. It's positioning with content that you're already doing, but you want to make sure that it's like of a higher caliber, I guess.
0: Yes. And this is where you're thinking about other places to present your content, right? Like, are you sending text messages? Are you in email? Like what does your web presence look like? If someone were to say, I love that brand. Right. A lot of times people will say that they love the brand, but it's more than just your product. So this yeah. is where your up leveling of your marketing is more than just the products you're making. Yeah. Now, another thing in this phase is, and I think this is in all phases, is everybody wants more traffic, right? Yeah. We need to acquire more customers and we want to drive more customers or drive more traffic to wherever we're selling.
1: Yeah. A lot of times we think of traffic as like visibility or, you know, it could be physical people into our stores, or when you're thinking about foot traffic, right? Right. And then, or there's online traffic where you're getting people to your website. But all in
0: all, what it means is that you're getting new customers. Right. And customers are aware that your brand exists. Yeah. Right. And they're coming and they're referring you and they're, and and this is a little bit deeper than we teach some of this in Multi-Stream Machine, but this is sort of that bigger growth stage, right? Mm -hmm. You've all started to see what's working for you. Now, how do we keep the traffic coming, right? Um, And then the last part in this phase of elevating your marketing is something that so many people ask us for all the time and they need help around is how to develop a launch plan. Yeah. So it's not just like I'm launching a new business, but it's the idea of when you, you, remember we talked about selling cycles and we talked about your production cycles, but then the other ideas is how are you creating a runway Because the longer the runway, the bigger you can take off, like a bigger plane can take off, Mm -hmm. right? Again, aerodynamics and car racing is Uh really on par with what we know about. Yeah. (laughs) But we want you to create this really long runway that has warm audience. It has people waiting to buy what you have to sell and that you can create this launch plan against it. So let's say you're coming out with your new spring collection or your summer collection or a new scent or a new flavor, right? How are you getting people excited about it and how are you launching it that then when you do have it ready to buy, people are are ready to sell, people are there waiting to buy. Yeah. This is
1: definitely the marketing plan piece, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like you're launching, but it's like a marketing launch each time, you know? So it's like, So we already talked about selling cycle, which was scale your sales. And that's like when you're going to be making those sales and, you know, what that looks like, you know, like I said, it's in certain seasons. And then for, but what are you going to sell? What are you going to be making to sell or whatever, even if it's manufacturing? Well, that's the production calendar. Mm -hmm. But this part is how are you going to make the connection piece? Like the marketing, the how you represent yourself, how you hype up your launch, how you... You know, market in order for them to get the sales. So, this is the thing that connects. You know, you do marketing to get sales, right? Right.
0: They go hand in hand. Yeah. Without marketing, without creating awareness, without driving traffic, without Mm. um, acquiring new customers and getting other customers to come back and buy from you, you're dead in the water, right? Like, you need to keep growing the customer base and getting them to buy again to buy from you so that you could make sales and increase your revenue, right? So you constantly are working on this growth, but does it need to feel like you're stuck like on a wheel and spinning out and not knowing what you're doing? No, this is, there's clarity around this. And I think what we really want you all to do is feel like you have clarity, feel like you have confidence in this and that you start creating structure, which Mm -hmm. is why we've really created this fast track formula for businesses like yours that want to really accelerate to that next level,
1: yeah, right. And I just wanted to round that last part out with you know that we talked about marketing, but it's a marketing launch plan because you it's kind of like the now that you know that you have something you're growing, 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 two xing your business every year, let's say, and then you know now you're like, oh, okay, I know how I'm going to sell, I know my best opportunities, and then you know that you need the back end to you know, maintain and sustain your business and stabilize. But then there's also this marketing piece, the launching. You have to continually keep selling and creating this plan to know like, okay, this is how I'm going to launch in order to get my customers to buy my product essentially. Know, like, and trust
0: me. Right. And keep growing, right? Mm -hmm. Keep growing my business and keep it going. And this is, you know, these um, four phases are essential in this growth level, right? We've talked about our proven path to a million dollar business. Mm-hmm. And this is what we see a lot happen when you're in that growth stage. Um So, you know, we're really excited to support all of you in whatever level that you're at. And also here um in that growth stage and through these four phases. Mm-hmm. So we have some really exciting news to bring to all of you. Super exciting. After that whole Massive
1: episode you've just listened to.
0: <laughs> so, Mina and I got together in person because one of the biggest things we really wanted to think about and talk about was we've had so, we've had so many people request more support, right? They've requested um, more ways of working with us and within our program. Within this stage. Yeah, within this stage. And so we've seen this. We've seen students in Multi stream Machine. We've seen students that, you know, already have businesses. Um, Just so many different product bosses out there that are looking for support. So we're really excited to announce that we are actually bringing you a five-month group coaching program called the Product Boss Biz Accelerator, and it's kicking off on May 1st. Mm -hmm. We don't want to spill too many details, probably because,
1: you know, we have a lot to iron out, but also because we want to make sure that you um, save your spot with us because Mm -hmm. we've had so many requests of people that are at the stage that are 2xing, 4xing, 5xing, 10xing. They're just in this growth level like that we were talking about. And we wanted to make sure that we took everything that we knew, put it together in a way that we could um, teach you phase by phase by phase. And this what we're calling the fast track formula that you just heard about, which we're super, we're honored to be presenting it to you.
0: So you'll hear more details about this program that's coming out really soon. Um but when you listen to this, if you want to know more, if you want to be first on the wait list to grab a spot into this group coaching program mm-hmm. for more info too. Mm-hmm. Head to theproductboss.com slash fast track. So theproductboss.com slash fast track, and you can put your name on the waiting list. And then we will send you information when we have the page up to share all of the amazing details and so that you can learn more and grab your spot. So we're really excited if you're on this phase and send us a DM, let us know you heard this and let us know, you know, if this resonates with you, we got a message today from someone on Instagram that said, you know, I just need more support. She's like, I need my handheld. And I also need a little push and shove every so often, right? So mm-hmm. we totally understand that so many of you out there are looking for more guidance, looking for your handheld, looking for community, looking for, um, uh, you know, more education, and then also looking for those nudges that you need to take yourself to the next level.
1: Yeah, you're looking for the path, right? And the mentorship a lot of times. Yeah, so
0: we're building that for you. So make sure to head to com slash fast track. You heard it here first. And we're so excited to see all of your names come in. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. See you on there. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. Head to shop one and